Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. As always, it is my hope and prayer that you find this episode inspirational and informative. Today, I am forcing myself to do this episode because I I don't want to get behind again. And I'm forcing myself to do this episode because I don't want to feel depressed. (laughs) I feel like every time I come to you guys now and say that there's a lot going on. And this time, I mean, the other times too, but this time it's just, my heart is just heavy. So I'm having to force myself to do things um, so that I don't fall into some type of depression. Um, The reason why my heart is heavy is because one of my friends that I've known since I was 16 years old. I'm now 43. Um, her son was murdered. Um, right. Not long after I did my last episode. Um, I want to say maybe a week after I did my last episode or posted my last episode. Um, I went on vacation, came back and found out that her son was murdered. And I've, you know, seen this kid grow up. He was 23 when he passed, but, you know, me and his mom has been friends since high school. So I've, I've been there from when he was first brought home, um, watched him as a little kid. When I moved away, you know, I wasn't as, you know, involved in his life, but me and his mom, you know, of course, are still best friends. And, um, you know, I just, I just, my heart is just heavy, um, and my heart is just heavy and I'm having to push through what I'm feeling, just being sad and, you know, worried about my friend and, you know, concerned about her mental health as well as mine, you know, to see someone, you know, that you practically, this is the first time for me seeing someone that I practically see grown up in front of my eyes to be gone, you know, and it's, it's, it's hard, but Life still continues. We'll always remember him. Um, he will always be in our hearts, but we have to keep living. So in the nature of keep of continuing to live, um, I'm just going to do a um, update on my dating life, which sucks. <laughs> so let's get started. Are you there? Are you listening? Come here, I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. (laughs) Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Yahira.jones.1. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H-I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. 
Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, yahira.jones.1. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group and then I will send you an invitation. That's the only way to join at this time, but I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. So where do I begin? (laughs) You guys all know that I coined myself as the serial dater, quote unquote. Um, But I'm tired of being a serial dater. I just want to date one good guy. I just want to date one. I want to date the one. And then hopefully we fall in love and get married. That's like my ultimate goal for right now. So dating all these different men, it's really starting to burn me out. I'm getting to a point where I I just don't want to date anymore. But you got to be in the game to win. So, (laughs) but I just wanted to kind of talk about what happened with all of these guys that I've talked to you about. Because I don't think I really talked about the last two. Um, Being Chicago and um, and, um, I'm going to call him... um, What's the, what's the, um, positive singles. Okay. I'm gonna call him positive singles. So that's why I met him more. All right. So Chicago, you, I, you all know that, you know, I went to Chicago at one point in time to visit this guy that I was dating and I liked him so much because he checked all of the boxes as far as what I wanted in a man on paper. Unfortunately, we didn't have any chemistry. Um, so, but I was hoping that maybe over time, I was like, you know, sometimes love takes a minute to develop. Like you have to really get to know the person. And so I was doing that dance. So after I came back from Chicago, I want to say maybe like a month after I came back from Chicago, I noticed that his call pattern began to change. Me and him used to talk on the phone every day, like on his way to work. He had an hour drive to work. So that was his time to call me. And I mean, I actually looked for that time because it was every day. So all of a sudden he wasn't calling me during that hour drive. So I'm like, okay, so who is he calling during this time? In the beginning, I wasn't tripping too much, but when it became, you know, where he wasn't calling me for two or three days in a row, I was like, wait a minute now, who is he calling (laughs) During this hour-long drive, you used to call me and speak to me for that whole hour on your way to work. If you're not talking to me, then who are you talking to? So here comes private eye, Yahira Jones. <laughs> I had to put on my private eye hat after that, you know, after a couple of weeks of going through that. So what I did was I went back on the group because I had unjoined the group. Um, after we met, but I decided, you know what, I think I'll be able to find out some information. You know, we always have like a little, uh, 
instinct of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Women don't do not ignore that instinct. Okay. Men too. I don't know what instinct y'all have, but women, we have an intuition. So don't ignore those intuitions. Don't, don't cast away those red flags, investigate those red flags or be, you know, forward and just ask about those flags. But me, I decided I'm going to do the investigation before I start accusing. Okay. So, um, I rejoined the group and when you're in a group, you can actually search for a particular person. And when you do the search for the, (laughs) I sound so petty saying this, but when you do the search, I sound like a stalker, but this is what, this is what gave me my proof. When you do the search, um, of a person in a group, it'll pull up their activity in that group. So you'll see if they commented on things, what they say, you can actually go into that stuff. Right? So that's what I did. So initially when I did the search, the only thing I saw was that he was liking a couple of pictures. Right. And you know, I'm not that insecure. You know, I understand, you know, there's going to be other women that are attractive and things like that. You know, I, I like guy pictures. Like if I see a guy who who, like, say, for instance, in the gym, and he's looking, you know, really good or whatever, I'm, I'm going to like his picture. It's a nice-looking picture. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a good picture. So I don't really flip on for stuff like that. So I, I let that go. A couple of days later, you know, pattern's still the same. He's not calling like he usually do. So I went back in, and I checked again. And it was it's an old saying that says, you know, don't go looking for things that you don't want to find because you're going to act, that you don't want to know because you're going to actually find that item. You're going to find the stuff that you don't want to see. And that saying is so true. And so after I did it a second time, didn't really see too much. By the third time I did this search, and this is like over a course of maybe two or three weeks. The third time I went in and I did the search, I found my jackpot. This dude, I guess he was finally like, you know what, um, you know, I, I need to find somebody else. Because this dude was in people's um, comments. Oh, you're gorgeous. When can I take you out? And, you know, stuff like that. And these are like girls that are in Chicago. So I was like, oh, he trying to get dates? He trying to get dates in Chicago? Let me, let me find out. So I'm not the type to be very confrontational. So at this point, I'm like, okay, if he doesn't want me, if he's out here looking for someone else to take on dates and he doesn't need me, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to fight for him. Like our relationship wasn't to the point of I'm going to fight for my man. It wasn't at that point. You out here dating, we're at dating status, and you want to date other people, I'm going to let you date other people. But at the same time, I'm going to fall back. I'm going to fall back. We're too far away. We're the, the distance is too far for me to be, you know, trying to buy or bid for your time. I'm not doing that because I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. I'm not even in Chicago. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to fall back. I wish him the best. 
and I'm going to keep it moving. So that's what ended up happening with Chicago. I never confronted him about the comments that I saw or the fact that we weren't talking on the phone as much or he wasn't texting me as much. I just fell all the way back and he followed suit. So that's how I knew his heart wasn't in it, right? Because when I stopped calling, he stopped calling. So I was just like, okay, it's a wrap. We don't, we don't need to, we don't need to have any discussion about it. It's a wrap. I'm gonna move on. So income, um, what I said, I was gonna call them positive singles. <laughs> Incomes, positive singles. So the day that I actually did the interview with, um, Scott, the day I did the interview with Scott, he mentioned in that interview that he was on positive singles. And even though I said, you know, well, you know, I was trying to, you know, help him not to be um, or not to consider just dating people from positive singles to keep his, you know, as time goes on since being diagnosed was diagnosed, excuse me, was new to him. He may in time want to or feel like um, dating people who didn't have the virus as well. But I understood, you know, at the at this time, that felt more comfortable. So I said, okay. I said, you know, I'm telling Scott not to limit himself. Well, maybe I shouldn't limit myself. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I should go back on Positive Singles and see what's out there. So I did. And that very day, I activated my... Reactivated it because I never deleted it. I just, um, I guess, paused it is the word. Um, so I reactivated it. And, um, I started looking, started seeing, you know, who was on there. And before I knew it, I was getting an influx in my inbox from different guys and positive singles. The guy that I was dating, um, was one of the few that actually sent me a personalized message. And, you know, it wasn't just hi, you know, check out my profile. He sent me a personalized message. Can't remember what it was, but it was personalized. And so I said, okay. Let me holler back, see what he has going on. So while we, you know, was chatting through the the app, I was like, okay, I like his vibe. And he's in my state. So that's a good thing. He wasn't in the same city as me, but he was in the same state. So I think by the second or third day, we exchanged telephone numbers. And we started calling each other. So long story short... Um, I don't know if I explained how I met him, but long story short, he came Valentine's Day. And I think I did, not that I'm saying it. <laughs> um, but we went on our first date on Valentine's Day and the rest is history. So Valentine's Day was really the start of our relationship. And um, everything was going good with positive singles. Everything like, I was like, oh my God, this is, you know... The first time that I don't have to worry about, you know, giving someone the virus. This person, you know, has it. I don't have to be worried about when we have sex, you know, him contracting it. And that was amazing to me. Like, this was the first guy. Um, Walnut, if you're listening, I have been having oral sex. I've been having lots of oral sex. Uh, (laughs) uh, I hope I'm not being too graphic. But yeah, this is the first time I've been able to enjoy 
oral sex because prior to him, I only had oral sex one time in my life. Because like Walnut's wife, I always worried about like, what if I'm, you know, shedding? What if he goes down there and I'm shedding and then he contracts the virus? Then I would feel horrible, you know, if he contracts it on his face. So I wouldn't allow guys to go down on me. I would go down on them, but I wouldn't allow them to go down on me. So with him having the virus, you know, he was like, you know, I want to go down on me. I was like, you know, go ahead and do your business. <laughs> go ahead and do your business. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yes, yeah, so we, we've been enjoying each other. We were enjoying each other. We were, he was coming. He lives three and a half hours away from me, but he was coming every week. Um, and we would go out on dates. Um, we spent each other's birthday with each other. Um, it was just, everything was going so well. And at one point in time, he was like, you know, do you ever see yourself moving? And I was like, no, not really. You know, I have a good job. I love my city. I don't really see myself moving. And he was like, well, I'm not really a city guy. I'm a country boy. You know, I'm a, I'm a country guy. And um, I was like, well, I'm not a country girl at all. So long story short, he was asking me these questions because he, the, the trip was starting to become too much for him. So when he heard me say he, that I didn't want to move, he started thinking about moving to my city. So he said on one visit, what about if I moved here? And I was like, well, if that's something that you want to do, like, I don't want, I don't want to be the reason why you move. I want you to move here. If you want to move here, if you ever saw yourself moving here, you know, because what if we don't work out? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the blame of you moving here. And now you're upset because you're in a city that you don't want to be in. No, he was like, well, no, my um company has a sub hub here. And he was like, I can transfer and have, you know, this is where, this is where I would load. Cause he's a truck driver. And, um, I was like, okay, well look into it. You know, if that's something that you want to do, look into it. He was like, yeah, he was like, you know, since I'm here all the time, you know, it would be a good idea for me to move here, meaning my city. So I was like, okay. So when he went back home and he, you know, picked up his truck, he asked his manager, he was like, you know, what are the options for me to change my sub hub or my hub or whatever you call it? And I don't know if I'm using the right terminology, but you guys kind of understand what I'm saying. So the manager said, yeah, he could transfer. And so then he asked the manager, would you still be my manager? And he said, the manager said, no, the manager in that city would be your manager. And when his manager told him that, he decided he didn't want to do it because he didn't like the manager in my city. And he was like, he came back, he told me, he was like, you know, if I work under that manager, I could possibly lose my job because I don't like him and he doesn't like me. So I was like, okay, so that's not an option. And so then maybe like a week or two later, he was like, you know what, I might just, you know, just you know go ahead and effing and i might just move 
here because, because he was at my house at this time, he's like, because, you know, I can't keep going back and forth. And I was like, well, if that's what you want to do. I said, but also keep in mind, you know, you don't have to come up here every weekend. By this time, this is, we're like two, almost three months in, and he's been coming every weekend, right? So I said, you know, you don't have to come every weekend. You know, we can do every other weekend. You know, we could do, maybe I come to you one weekend and you come to me. Now his living situation, if you guys heard me talk about his living situation, he doesn't live by himself. He actually lives with family. Um, He was divorced a year and some change prior to meeting me. So after his divorce, he decided just to live with family to save money before he purchases another home or before he moves into an apartment because I've asked him, why don't you just move into an apartment? No, like that. He was like, well, I'll have to pay for a deposit. You know, monthly rent will probably be about eight, nine hundred dollars. You know, I have to pay to get my utilities on. He was like, all of this money I could be putting into a house. He really didn't want to live in in an apartment. So I was just like, okay, I get that. But, you know, you talk about you want your privacy, you want this, you want that. You know, you're not going to get that living in somebody else's house, you know. Anyway, long story short. So towards the end of the relationship, um, he started coming up with excuses as to why he couldn't come to visit me. When the bottom line was he was beginning to get cold feet about our relationship. Um, to this day, he's not going to tell me, you know, that that's what it was, but that's, I know that's what it was because what ended up happening, he was really this choosing, you know, he was really making the decision to move, to be in the same city as me. And then one day he was like, you know what? I can't move there. And I said, why? He was like, I'm forgetting the whole thing that I have a daughter here. So if I move, I'm still going to be going three and a half hours to go get her, bring her back three and a half hours. Then at the end of the weekend, I have to go three and a half hours to take her home and then come back another three and a half hours. But my thing is, this is how I think about things. I understand that you have a daughter, right? But what was happening when you was coming to my house every weekend for two months, almost three months, about two and a half months, I want to say, what was going on then? When was the times that you was having time with your daughter? And I want him, don't get me wrong. I want him to have a relationship and spend time with his daughter, but you wasn't thinking about that when you was coming to stay and, and spend time with me. So I don't, don't use your daughter as an excuse. There's something else going on. You know what I'm saying? Don't use your daughter as an excuse because you weren't thinking about your daughter when you was coming to visit me. So now that you're thinking about moving, now you're using your daughter as an excuse. And so that didn't fly with me. I was just like, okay, there's something else going on. What I believe, because we had a conversation, I learned from Chicago's situation I said, okay, because what ended up happening is that he stopped coming as often. Um, He didn't stop calling, but conversations were different. Conversations were a little different. 
And I said, you know what? I'm not going through what I went through with Chicago. I'm just going to have to ask point blank and period. So I went ahead and asked and I said, you know, I'm noticing a shift in our relationship. And I was like, what is, what is that about? And he was like, well, what do you mean a shift? I said, I'm just noticing that you're not coming as often. Um, and that you're not calling as often. I don't get as many text messages as I used to. I was like, you know, is this somebody else? What's going on? And he was like, no, there's nobody else, you know, but I don't know where this relationship is going to go. And I said, what do you mean? I said, do you, you know, I asked him, I said, do you want to be in a relationship with me? And he was like, I do, but our distance is it's a lot. It's a lot on me to drive and be with you every weekend. And I said, look, I never asked you to be with me every weekend. I just asked that, you know, you make some time for me. You know, I understand that you have a daughter, that you have to spend time with her. Um, and I know you have other things that you have to handle on top of working. So if that means that we don't see each other, but maybe once every three weeks, once every two weeks, then so be it. And then he was like, well, what type of relationship is that? Wouldn't you want to be with me every weekend? Wouldn't you want to be with me, you know, when I'm home? So then I started to get pissed because I'm like, you knew I didn't live in the same city as you. You knew that before you came down (laughs) for the first date. So why pursue a relationship? Why become intimate? Why spend all this time and get me invested in a relationship that I'm starting to think to myself, oh, this could be the one. We get along so great. Why even put us through that if you have a problem with being in a long distance relationship. So long story short, after that call, you know, I cried during the call and everything. I'm, I'm a cry baby. But after that call towards the end, it became light again. We decided that, you know, now was not a good time, you know, um, cause I told him I do require, um, attention. I do require attention. I said, but to me, I'm telling you that I don't need 24-7 attention because I understand this situation. But to me, I feel like you're not willing to put in in the effort to be in a long-distance relationship. And that's fine. If that's what you decide to do, I can't force you to do anything else different. Nor do I want to force you. I don't want anybody. I don't want to force anybody to be with me. I want you to be willing to do these things. I want you to want to spend the time with me. I want you to want to sacrifice to be with me, you know, and still wanting to do it anyway, even though it requires a sacrifice, even though it it requires us not to be in each other's presence all the time. You still, when you can find a pocket of time saying, "I, I need to spend some time. I need to spend some time with Yahira. I need to spend some time with her. Not, I'm obligated to spend some time with her. You know what I'm saying? So, towards the end of the conversation, we began to laugh and joke and, you know, be jovial about things. But that was the end of our relationship. Um, 
Now, since that, he's gotten sick. If you're part of DWH, you know that he had gotten sick. He caught COVID and he needed someplace to stay because he couldn't stay with his relatives um, to quarantine. So me having the softest heart in the world (laughs) um, allowed him to stay in my apartment and I went to stay with my mom so that he can have somewhere that he can quarantine. Now, during that time, of course, he was all, oh, you're the best. And, you know, this is the type of woman I need. You know, you're the type of woman I need and blah, 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 and all this yippity yap. You know, just saying every, any and everything to make me feel all gushy and mushy inside, right? <laughs> and I fell for it because after, during and after, maybe like two weeks after, I was like, maybe we can get back together in my mind. I didn't say it out loud, but I was saying, maybe we can get back together. Maybe this is what we needed to get back together. But of course, it doesn't, it didn't turn out that way. And he's back to being or acting the way he was acting before. So I was like, whatever, I'm done. And I'm not completely done, to be honest, because I still have feelings. I really do still have feelings for him. Um, But like I said before, I'm just not going to... I want somebody to want to be with me. I don't want to have to sell myself to somebody or prove to anybody, oh, I'm a good catch, because I know I'm these things. And I feel like the right person will identify, like, if you can't see that I'm a good person based off of my action, I don't feel I need to... I don't want to have to sell anything to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't appreciate what I what I openly bring to the table, then I don't know what else I could do for you. So I think that's going to be the end of positive singles. <laughs> um, but I will say um, a, a little while after that, during, actually it's a, a few weeks, about maybe a, about three weeks since the last time um, I've talked to him, I met someone else. And I say met someone, but we didn't meet in person yet. And this is this is my dilemma. So after my friend's son was murdered, I um, posted a video. I think it was like a couple of days that I had worked on a video. I have a YouTube channel um, for because I resell. So that's my other project I work on too. So I have a YouTube channel. And um, so I posted a video because I had already had it. Hold on. So that was completely random. Um, someone just knocked on my door, but they were looking for someone who doesn't live here. <laughs> anyway, so where was what was I just saying? Um what was I saying, y'all? Um, dang, I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, so YouTube. <laughs> this is a 43-year-old mind, y'all. Please be patient. But um, so I created a YouTube um, channel for, um, I do reselling of items. So I created a YouTube channel to try to create some revenue for that. Anyway, I posted it to, um, my Facebook page, my, my, um, personal Facebook page. And, um, I didn't know this particular guy, you know how you get friends of friends. Um, and a while back I accepted him. Um, we, he 
messaged me and he said, you know, you know, he flirted a little bit and I told him I was dating someone, which was true. I was dating positive singles. So I didn't hear from him anymore after that. So then after I posted the video that I created for YouTube, um, and I I posted it on Facebook, my, my personal Facebook page, um, he commented and said, good job, you know, congratulations on your first post. And I said, thank you. And I left it at that. And he sent me something else. Um, he asked, I think he may have asked me how I've been doing. Yeah, I think that's what he asked me. He asked me how I was doing. And I said, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. And I'm always polite when people inbox me. I'm not just like, you know, flip it. So I said, how are you? And, um, he said, I'm not doing too well. And, um, he said, I'm trying to get over the passing of my nephew. And I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear. And I keep this in mind. This is the day after I found out about my best friend's son being murdered. So he says, yeah, I, I'm trying to get over the passing of my nephew. And I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, this is my best friend's son in passion. I was like, let me show him a little bit of compassion. And so I said, you know, where, when did this happen? And he said, Tuesday. So now I'm starting to say, okay, wait a minute. That's, that's a coincidence because this is the day. Tuesday was the day that my best friend's son was murdered. And I said, um, I said, well, was this in, and I named the city because I, I noticed that he was in the same city that my best friend lived in. And he was like, yeah. And I said, do you mind me asking what was your nephew's name? And he told me, and it was the name of my best friend's son. So I was like, wow. I said, that was your nephew? And he was like, well, um, that's not my real nephew by blood, but that's my best friend's son, his best friend's son. And so I was like, wow, this is wild. Like, that's, you know, and I named my friend. And he was like, yeah, he said, I'm friend with her baby's father. That's my best friend. And I was like, this is the smallest world. Like, I didn't know that you got, that you knew them. And he was like, well, I don't know your best friend, but her baby's father is my best friend. And so the coincidences of this is crazy to me. So we start talking, we start talking about my best friend's son. Um, And, you know, him, he was more actually involved with, with his life than I was. So he was telling me things, you know, cause I had moved away prior to him becoming a teenager. And, um, so he starts telling me stories and, and, you know, how their family is all connected. And I told him, you know, how I'm connected, you know, how me and my best friend met and stories about us. And so we're both, and this is all in messenger. And so we're going back and forth. And then, so he finally asked me, for my telephone number and I was like okay cool we you know basically family you know why not so um so we you know exchange telephone numbers and then the next day he calls me and we talk on the phone for like maybe an hour and he was really cool and so the next day he called me we talked on the phone for another period of time had a good time talking by the third time we video chatted each other and, you know, it was interesting. <laughs> it was an interesting video chat. And um, 
by this time the funeral is approaching and he's like, you know, are you going to be at the funeral? And I said, no, I'm not going to be at the funeral because, you know, it's not an open, it's not open to the public. It's just family. And, um, so he was like, well, aren't you family? And I said, yeah, I am. But I think they have any, you know, just, you know, blood family members. He said, well, I'm going. And I said, well, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to respect the fact that I was told that it's closed. So but I said, but I will be, you know, at my best friend's house after the funeral. And so he was like, all right, cool. So he was like, you know, I would like to take you out, you know, if that's okay, before I leave, because I ended up going back to, you know, I went to the city my best friend lived in. I feel like I'm rambling now, but, oh, but yeah, so we ended up not going on a date because of the, you know, events that happened that day. It's just the day got, you know, ahead, you know, the day went faster than we both expected. So I come back, you know, to my city and we're still talking every other day and, um, he's cool and he's saying things like, I'm going to pursue you. I really like you. I've had, he expressed to me that he had a crush on me back in the day because we all, if it comes to find out, we know all of the same people. We know all of the same people. It's crazy to me. His brother is older than him and his brother graduated the same year I graduated. I know his brother, you know, we went to the same school and, um, he's younger than me. He's, you know, like five years younger than me. And he said, you know, back in the day when I used to see you in the neighborhood, I had a crush on you, but I never stepped to you because I was younger than y'all. And I'm just like, this is crazy to me. Like it's, it's just crazy to me. So Anyway, the reason why I'm telling this story, (laughs) not just because this is somebody that's interested in me, because we're not dating. This is someone who's just interested in me. The reason why I'm I'm telling this story particularly is because I don't want to date him. I don't want to date him. He's a nice guy. But prior to me meeting him via Facebook, I was just telling one of my other friends, I'm tired of dating. I think I need a break. I need a break from dating. I'm tired of meeting people, investing in these people, and it don't work out. And I just need, I think I need a mental break from dating. I feel like I need to just concentrate on myself, get myself together, whatever that means and then revisit dating at another time. Have you guys ever felt like that? I feel like I'm just burnt out of dating. Like it's been one man after the other. And it sounds, that sounds great and fun. Like when you're younger, but I never thought I would, I would get to this place. I remember when I was wondering why I couldn't find a date. And now I have too many dates. Like, (laughs) I have too many options. And it's not fun. I just want one solid relationship. I don't want all of these multiple people coming in and out of my life. I'm so tired of it. I just want one solid relationship. 
let me know what you guys feel about this. I know I rambled and talked about these two guys, three guys, but at the end of the day, I really feel like at this point in my life, I just need to take a break from dating altogether. And it has nothing to do with herpes. It doesn't have anything to do with disclosure because the last two guys, the, the, the last guy didn't have to disclose to all the way because we already knew that both of us had it. And then um, Chicago, he took the disclosure fine. The last what five guys I've dated took the disclosure fine. And I just... So it's not about disclosure or anything. I just, I'm tired. I don't, I can't express to you enough how tired I am from dating. I don't want to get to know anybody else. Like, (laughs) I'm so serious. I don't want to get to know anybody else at this point in time. I just want to be by myself. Let me know if you guys have ever felt this way. You can email me at Hope dot gmail.com that is y-a-h-i-r-a-j-o-n-e-s um hope h-o-p-e at gmail.com um you can also join us on facebook at dwh our facebook group i've provided instructions on an ad how to get to dwh so i'm not going to include that here but you can join us on dwh we have a growing community i love how people are interacting with one another, how they're posting their feelings, how they are sharing with one another, how they're encouraging one another. So I encourage you to join us on DWH and be a part of the community um, that is growing. Um, But yeah, just tell me how you guys feel. I hope I'm not the only one. (laughs) So that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time, I'm your host, Yahira Jones. Be safe and God bless. So I forgot to add this little tidbit about Chicago. Um, after we stopped talking, um, maybe about a month, and I'm already, about a month ago, I was still dating positive singles. So it was towards the end of our relationship, but we were still dating. And um, he called me out the blue, like when my phone rang, and I saw his name, I was like, what? Like, literally, it just took me for a loop. I was like, why is he calling me? So I answered it anyway. I went ahead and answered it. And we chatted. We chatted for about an hour. And um, during the course of the conversation, I was just like, why is this man calling me? What What is really, what is really there? We have not talked for a long time, for a long time, for months. So why all of a sudden out the blue, you're calling me? So I finally said, okay, I'm going to just go ahead and gut punch him real quick. You know, it always feels good to kind of gut punch somebody who kind of, you know, left you in the dirt, (laughs) left you in the dust or whatever. So um, I went ahead and I did it, you know, the best way I knew how. I did it politely. (laughs) I said, "Um, so yeah, so what's going on with your love life? You know, like that, just to see where he was, right? So he goes on to say, oh, I haven't been dating anyone. 
Um, you know, I've learned that, you know, the women that I were date, I was dating, you know, they were very immature. They don't know how to handle a guy like me, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And the women that, um, I want to be with mature women, but the problem with mature women is that I still want children and the mature women, they already had kids and they don't want any more kids. So that's my dilemma. So I'm like, okay, so that's what it is. Me and him had conversations about having children. He knew that I wanted a child and he wanted a child as well. So now that these little immature relationships that he was trying to entertain on Facebook didn't work out, he wanted to revisit you know, dating me possibly. He wanted to see, you know, if that was an option. So, so he goes on and on and on. And finally, after he finishes his whole lecture about why he wasn't able to find a relationship or be in a relationship and how he was going to be by himself for a little while, he goes then and he asks me, he says, so what about you? Are you dating anyone? And that's all I wanted him to do. Even though I felt like my relationship with Positive Single was a sinking ship, it felt so good to say, yes, I am dating somebody. <laughs> I am dating somebody. And when I said that, he was he paused for a second. And he said, you are? And I said, yeah, I'm dating somebody. I said, as you know, it's fairly new. It's just a couple of months. But, you know, it's, it's going okay. And, um... He was like, so are you the type of person who dates multiple people, multiple people at the same time? So he was trying to feel out whether or not I was talking to this man, positive singles at the same time I was talking to him, which I wasn't. They did not overlap. They did not overlap. So, um, I said, no, I said, and I explained to him why I don't like dating multiple people. One for one. Um, I don't like to confuse my feelings. Um, because if I'm giving my energy to this person, giving my energy to that person, and I start liking both of them, you know, then it's going to be hard to decide who I should be with. Right. That's the first thing. And then the second thing, like if I do like both of them and I have to choose to be with one of them, then the other person is going to get hurt and they're going to feel like I've wasted their time. So I don't want to be the bad person either. So I expressed that to him. And he was like, yeah, I understand that. He was like, that's good that you feel that way. He was like, not that many people feel that way. And so then he was like, but you know, men are very smart. I'm like, where the hell is he going with this, right? It's like, men are very smart. Men can sense when women are no longer interested or if they're dating someone else or they're spending their time with someone else. He was like, men have a way of of deciphering those things and they, they can feel for those things. And I'm like, is this dude really serious? So I said to him, I said, the same way that you say men are smart, women are just as smart. And let me tell you, we're clever when it comes to figuring those things out. I said, because the same way you said men can feel those things, women feel the same things. They they have the intuition. They know when something isn't right. They know when that energy that they that a man was sh- you know giving to them is being spread across the board. And I said, but what women do is they get the proof before they leave the situation. They investigate. They find out those things before they leave that situation. They don't just leave the situation. They have to have proof. And I said, so, yeah. So I basically was telling him without saying it, I was letting him know 
that I knew he was out here dating other women. And that's the reason why I left him alone. So he at first tried to pin it on me. Oh, I knew something was up. I knew, no, you didn't know nothing was up because nothing was up. It wasn't until I saw what you were doing that I decided to leave your tail alone. How about that? So when I said all I said, um, he got really quiet. I think he was analyzing, you know, processing what I was saying. And so he was like, well, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. But I'm going to tell you this. He has continued to call me. And up until, you know, now me and Positive Things are not together. I haven't told him anything different. But he has continued to call me. Um, Last week, he called me and um, he was telling me that. Actually, yeah, it was last week. It was last week, Thursday. He told me that his sister had gotten married without letting anyone know. His sister at the time was living with him and um, when I went to Chicago. But she got married and didn't tell anyone that she got married. And so now she was about to move out of his house. Now, he has a five-bedroom house, okay? So I said, um, so what are you going to do with all of that space? And he was like, I'm going to fill it. And I said, so you're ready for a family? He was like, yeah, I am ready for a family. I'm ready to settle down. I'm ready to start my family. So I don't know what that's about. I don't know if he's vetting me to see if I'm wanting to do that with him. I don't even know how I feel about that. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to add that little tidbit piece, that little piece of information I forgot to add um, in the episode. (laughs) All right, you guys, take care.